everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. I love when I point at you to do the, the the screech, and then it takes you like four seconds to press the button. Well, I press the button, but it just, you know, it, there's a delay. From the so should I point at you earlier to activate You that? should worry about yourself, because when you're not worrying about yourself, you screw things up. Oh, well, luckily I edited that, <laughs> okay. I edited that out. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's start with the Disney Parks blog, as usual. Um, Imagineer Carmen Smith uh, has some thing to say about... Reimagining experiences. That's right. There's a story on the Disney Parks blog celebrating Black History Month, uh, hashtag Black History Month. And Carmen Smith is the creative executive for inclusive strategies at Walt Disney Imagineering. Uh, So she is responsible for uh, ensuring that Disney attractions and experiences are relevant to guests. All right. So she is a kind of an interesting job, huh? Yeah. She is a big part of the reimagining of both uh, Splash Mountain. And the Jungle Cruise. All right. Um, so she has been with Imagineering for quite a number of years. And um, at ABC, she has a master's degree in international administration, and a doctorate from the Metropolitan College of New York. And um, yeah, she thinks that uh, her role is to make the world a better place. And inclusion has always been an important motivation part of her work. So, um, you know, that's part of what Disney's doing right now is uh, making sure that uh, these enhancements not only uh, make everyone uh, feel included, um, but they build on the beloved stories of these attractions. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, and they also have um, a feature on the world's most magical celebration. I'm not sure what that is. That's right. What is October 1st? Uh, The first day of Halloween month. It is the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. Oh, okay. So in honor of that, uh, they are going to be throwing the world's most magical celebration. Uh, It's going to be an 18-month-long celebration, which means we will celebrate through all of 22 and into 2023. Oh, boy. Because, you know, Disney's never one to turn down a party or an opportunity to create extra merchandise. Right. Um, And they are going to celebrate it in many ways. There's going to be new decorations and shimmer and shine all across the park. Oh, boy. Uh, We know that the castle uh, received their, uh, you know, its new paint scheme. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to be adding golden ribbons to the spires on the turrets. Um, they're also going to be adding some shimmery attractions. Um, but that's not the only park that's going to be celebrating. Right. Uh, because the other park icons are going to be transformed into beacons of magic. Uh, so uh, there will be magical fireflies on the Tree of Life. Uh-huh. Uh, there will be new touches coming to life on the Hollywood Tower uh, Hotel at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And then in Epcot, they're going to get new lights that will shine across the panels of Spaceship Earth. Uh, They will connect to one another and resemble stars in the nighttime sky. Now, this lighting fixture is actually going to be a new component of Epcot, even past uh, the celebration. All right. So they're essentially putting uh, lights on all of the points of the uh, triangles that make up the face of Spaceship Earth. Um, Additionally... Uh, Mickey and Minnie have new outfits for the celebration. Uh, if you remember, Mickey and Minnie had their birthday uh, outfits <laughs> on uh, two years. Not their birthday suits. That's, no, no that's, that would be yeah, weird. That's weird. Um, but their birthday outfits two years ago. Uh, and now they have their 50th anniversary celebration. They are iridescent. Okay. Uh, spelled E-A-R. 
um, and they're pretty shimmery and shiny, uh, and that is exciting. And then let's see here. Um, that is pretty much it. Uh, I don't know. I, th I think Mickey, if you're old enough to remember that the old Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, he kind of looks like Doc Severinsen, <laughs> who was their uh, band leader and always wore these crazy kind of uh, outfits. So there's a whole bunch of concept art out. Uh, we'll put some pages, uh, post some of the pictures on the page. Uh, but uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. There's lots of uh, lots of sparkle expected on the castle, and you know a fiftieth banner, and better than the birthday cake from twenty five years ago. Yeah, That's we'll all. take pretty That's much anything other yeah. than the birthday cake. All right, all right. Um, in California news, more of Main Street USA is now illuminated. Yep, and that's a story in and of itself. Uh, each night it seems like more and more lights are being turned on. Uh, people who are in the downtown Disney area on the Esplanade there uh, have not only seen the lights, but have also heard trucks and construction equip equipment behind the, uh, you know, behind the park fences there. Uh, so hopefully all that noise and activity is, is just to get things ready to roll. Uh, in downtown Disney, the La Brea Bakery is now open. That is right. They have been closed since March. Um, but they, I'm sorry, they temporarily closed due to the stay-at-home order. Uh, the La Brea Bakery is known for their bread and baked goods. Uh, and they have now opened again. They have an outdoor patio seating area. And the uh, seating is reserved for those guests who are purchasing food there, which I think is good. You have to be seated by a hostess. Um, and, uh, you know, still no indoor dining, so limited seats outside, but they are respecting social distancing and they do have markers. So head on down to La Brea Bakery and get some good eats. Yum. All right. Um, the Wonderground Gallery, I believe that's also at Downtown Disney, has reopened. It is, uh, but I'm not sure. Well, they were there and then they were taken over by the Star Wars Trading Post. Okay. And I'm not sure if you've heard, but they've put a new Star Wars trading post. <laughs> I have heard. In downtown Disney, yes. in what used to be the Rainforest Cafe. Um, but the Wonderground uh, Gallery has reopened as of the 19th of February. Uh, the Wonderground Gallery is a unique collection of housewares and fashion items. Uh, and the new big thing is a new collection by artist Gerard Mar Maruyama, um, which is a very cute Disney houseware line. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Wonderground Gallery, a lot of people were upset that it left and, uh, it is back and open for business. Fantastic. Legacy Pass holders have a, the opportunity at a four day discount at Shop Disney. That's right. This, uh, is in relation to Disneyland Legacy Pass holders and pass holders from Walt Disney World have a similar discount. Okay. Um, on shopdisney.com right now. From the 21st through the 24th, so you're only going to get a couple of days. It's halfway over now. Um, you receive a 25% discount on select merchandise orders of $75 or more. Uh, in order to redeem the offer, put $75 into your bag uh, of eligible merchandise. And then in my bag, type your unique promotion code, which was found in an email from the Disneyland Resort to whatever email address you have on file. Uh, the promotion will be applied to all eligible items in your bag. All right. And you know how that goes. It's probably only Half of the items. things you put yeah. in there. It's like, no, right. you can't use it on that. No, that's on sale. Can't use it on that. Okay. Um, in Florida, the operating hours have been released through May 8th. That's right. Standard deal, Magic Kingdom 9 to 6, Epcot 11 to 7, 
Hollywood Studios 10 to 7, Animal Kingdom 9 to 5, Blizzard Beach 11 to 6. And that is from for May 2nd through May 8th, uh, just prior to our trip. Yeah. Um, but they have made some changes for March 5th through the 13th. Uh, the Magic Kingdom on all of those days will continue to open at 9 a.m., but March 5th through the 8th, it will close at 8 p.m., and they will close at 7 p.m. on the 9th through the 11th, and then close at 10 p.m. on March 12th and 13th. So if you're going to be there on the 12th and 13th, you're getting plenty of time. Uh, Epcot is going to be open uh, and still open at 11 a.m. every day. They will close at 9 p.m. on March 6th. March 7th through the 12th, they will close at 8 p.m., and then Epcot will, Epcot will close at 10 p.m. on the 13th. The Animal Kingdom will open at 8 a.m. every day. Uh, the park will close at 6 p.m. on the 7th and 7, I'm sorry, and 8 p.m. on the 13th. Hollywood Studios will continue to open at 9 a.m., uh, which is one hour earlier each day than scheduled. Uh, and the closing time will continue to be 7 uh, p.m. All right. So uh, if you're going to be there that week in March, uh, lucky you. <laughs> That's I know. I know yesterday... Um, on the 20th, they changed the hours for the 21st. Yeah, they're always changing them. So, you know, even up to the day before you're going to go to the parks, you need to check the hours because they did modify. Apparently, it's very busy there this weekend. Yeah, I've heard it's, uh, I don't want to say terrible, but I've heard it's very busy. Yes. Uh, park passes were completely out for today, I believe. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess, well, it is vacation weeks for some people uh last week was a lot of like connecticut right there's a lot of places up north but uh this week is also um for some of the states in the north um is a vacation week so that's i guess part of the problem i I don't know and it's still marathon weekend and although there is no marathon this weekend people are used to coming during that yeah they may just still keep their reservations and go to the parks right all right. Um, the Cinderella's Castle Moat is continuing to drain and stage preparations are ongoing. That's right. The east and west ends of the moat in front of the castle have been dammed off and they are being drained. Uh, the castle itself has been, uh, the castle stage has been prepared. All platforms have been removed. Uh, the castle is, uh, stage is behind a scrim uh, as well as the rolling planters. Uh, this Love is the rolling planters. This is part of transform the transformation of the stage for whatever the fiftieth celebration involves. Um, and you know, I, I find it odd that they're also draining the water, which means they're going to be doing something down in the moat as part of this celebration. Mm-hmm. So, could they be installing additional lighting for this shimmering effect? Oh, uh, maybe. Don't know. That's a good thought. So time will tell. Yes. But that you know, it will take a few days to empty all of the water out. Um, it's pretty funny because it has receded uh, greatly, and the, it is it is low enough now for a lot of the birds to just walk in there and wade uh, through. I'm sure they and love it's, that. It's pretty funny how they just kind of jerry rig these uh, moats that are nothing more than like gigantic plastic bags. It that is they've not across. attractive. No, mm. too bad they can't put those behind a rolling planter. I know. Uh, Bonjour Village Gifts um, has had its refurbishment completed, and I believe they're open again. Uh, they're they're almost ready to open. Okay. Uh, the uh, the refurbishment was just an exterior refurbishment. People were a little concerned because it rem- it uh, lost its green color, um, but that color has been added uh, back on, uh, as well as the mural on the side of the building. 
um, which uh, actually says fluiste uh, cuye vo flowers, which is florist handpick flowers for you. So apparently, Bonjour Gifts was originally a florist. Okay. Um, and now it is a gift shop in Fantasyland. And uh, yeah, hopefully they'll be open. That's a that's a pretty cute uh, pretty cute store. Um, I don't even remember that one. No. No. All right. It's got to be over by. Um, it's by Beast Gaston. Castle, right? It's by Gaston. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Gaston's Tavern, right across there. Okay. Are you done making noises? No, over it's there? I don't know. I have things on eBay, and there people are bidding on them. Oh, They're what are they bidding very on? Very excitedly bidding on some hockey skates. Oh. Uh, all right. Mm, Epcot. The, what about Epcot? That's the next story. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, if you know what it's about, go ahead. All right. Uh, a harmonious construction barge has now arrived in the World Showcase Lagoon. Uh, this is just a small square construction barge, which has a, uh, I guess, a boom lift on it. Um, it is not one of the, uh, what we'll call the taco-shaped barges uh, that are now in the lagoon, but uh, this will get people up to service some of those. And, um, you know, these taco barges are in there and we're just waiting on the circular centerpiece mm-hmm. to arrive, but it's, it's a lot, you know, I, I liked the old, uh, why can't I think of it now? Illuminations. Mm-hmm. I liked illuminations because those barges came in and out right, every they night. they floated away. <laughs> and you didn't really see them. Yeah. But these harmonious barges they are, are gigantic. Yeah. And they're just going to be stuck out there all day. And granted, that you know, they're supposed to do these Bellagio-style fountains, um, which is nice because we lost the fountain at the backside of uh, Spaceship Earth there. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe when they're running all the time, it won't be such an eyesore. But right now, with them just sitting there, they're big and they're hideous. Yeah, they are. All right. Um, the Beauty and the Beast Theater. Uh, there was, what, some permits pulled for the theaters? Last, uh, a couple days ago, yeah. Yeah, um, it might just be that they're going to be used for overflow dining, because that's what it seems like they're being used for. Well, Beauty and the Beast, live on stage, uh, their landing area before the seats uh, has been converted to a dining area. They've got tables that are all socially distanced, uh, as well as some high-top tables. Um, You know, you need it. I, I just can't see... You know, purchasing food over uh, at the little, you know, farm stand area there and then having to walk into the theater up the yeah. path to, to find a table. Right. I don't necessarily know that I would do that. It does seem like a bit of a walk. But if there's no place to sit. I guess. You know. I guess. Okay. What are we doing next? The monorail platform at the Poly. It's now being installed. That's right. They now have uh, the beginnings of the platform that will connect the uh, monorail station to the Polynesian Village Resort itself. Uh, they are extending out from the monorail track towards the resort. Um, you know, this is this is going to take a while. Those those uh, concrete beams are still curing the concrete, um, but it's nice to see they've started with steel beams and they've got plywood on top of them. Um, so you know, construction moves along. Right. Good. Um, the exit sign. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, well, okay. I mean, does it really matter which order we go in? Well, the furniture at the Polynesian, the Moana furniture is being staged for move-in. There you go. That's your story. Yeah. The exit sign on World Drive is almost done. They're now working on Goofy. Yes, they're working on Goofy and the exit sign. 
excuse me, that says see you real soon. Um, they have painted the royal blue background uh, on the sign and changed the colors of the see you real soon to a bright white. Um, and they have uh, started working on Goofy, as Sharp mentioned. Right. Okay. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon just had a new clip released, and that debuts a new song from the movie called Lead the Way. That's right. Raya and the Last Dragon will premiere on uh, March 5th and uh, both theaters and Disney Plus premiere access. We're trying to get tickets. We can't find tickets anywhere. It seems like AMC theaters have released them. Yeah, maybe Cinemark uh, just hasn't yet. But we can't yet. find them on Cinemark yet. Uh, so I'm hoping we're not being stuck uh, watching this in our living room. Uh, but this new song, Lead the Way, has been uh, released. It's a cute little clip. The movie looks really good. The animation looks uh, looks fine. Um, you know, a lot of people who were involved in Moana and Frozen are involved in this film. So uh, I would not be surprised, especially if it goes to theaters. I think people are clamoring for uh, entertainment and want to see stuff on the big screen. Right. So this could be uh, another hit for Disney. It could be. Okay. The, uh, let's see, Pixar has released an Up remix, which just looks awful. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, this is a two minute, a little over two minute video. Uh, that follows the story of Up done in anime uh, style. Uh, there is no uh, dialogue, uh, but it tells the story uh, of uh, of Up using music and visual character portrayal. No. You're not going to watch it? No. You won't spend two minutes no. watching it? Why no. not? I hardly spend time watching any of these things. I'm definitely not watching that. Okay. Uh, the Muppet Show debuted on Disney Plus on Friday. It did? I didn't watch that either. No, but you want to. I would catch some of them once a bunch of them are out. I mean, are they all out They're or was it? Out. Oh, okay. Seasons one through five. I mean, I'd look through to see if there were um, like Stars. performers, yeah, that like right. interested me or that I remember from my childhood. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, Muppet Show was released last Friday, as Cheryl said, um, but they have added some disclaimers before certain episodes, uh, warning uh, viewers of uh, offensive content. Um, you know uh, the. The actual disclaimer uh, states that the program includes negative depiction and or mistreatment of people and or cultures. Uh, These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. To learn more about how stories have impacted society, visit Disney.com. Hashtag, uh, slash stories matter. Um, so uh, right now, this, this disclaimer is on 18 episodes from the series. Um, you know, in one episode, Johnny Cash performs in front of a Confederate flag. That's right. got a disclaimer on it. Right, right. Um, some characters portray Native American, Middle Eastern, and Asian people with depictions that were are uh, outdated but were once celebrated. So, um, you know, I... Oh, yeah. Um, they're there. Are you, are you done? Like, I don't, wouldn't you have something else you need to say? No, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I still find it tough to, you know, this was the 70s. Times were different. They didn't pull them. They just put disclaimers on them. And True. I think, you know, that's kind of the best of both worlds. They're acknowledging that maybe it wasn't the best, but people didn't know then. And they're not, not putting them out there. Right. They're just, you know, 
hey, we acknowledge that maybe this isn't what we would be doing right now. That is that for sure. Um, Universal reached capacity this weekend, so that's exciting for them again. Yep, same story with them. It seems like they've been doing it uh, every uh, weekend. Um, you know, Disney reached capacity uh, yesterday. Uh, all their park passes were were taken, spoken for. Um, so good for the theme parks. Yep, good. Um, Popeye and Pluto's Bilge Rat Barge has reopened after a short refurbishment. That's right. Um, Pluto or Pluto? Did I say Pluto? I, can, I Pluto. was. I'm so proud of myself that I actually got this one right because I screwed up every time, <laughs> and I still screwed it up. That's right. The Bilge Rat Barges have reopened after a very short refurbishment. Um, so there were no ill effects from that flash fire that happened last week. Um, that's a ride we've never done in our three times at Universal. No, why would we? Because it's a fun river raft ride. Is it? And you get wet. Yeah. And that's probably the problem is we go in. Yeah, the timing that we're weather. there maybe just didn't work out for right. getting wet. It's funny because I actually, what I actually wrote for the name of it was Poppy and Pluto's Build, build, I don't know, I left out the L. Build rat barges. All right. So, yeah, I had none of this right. And so, apparently, Poppy and Pluto now have a ride together. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. And then our last story. Could you see a character dressed as a Poppy character <laughs> walking around the park? A little mustache. That's right. The official Discover Universal blog has a story about the tree guy and the landscape architecture for the VelociCoaster. That's right. We don't use the Discover Universal blog as one of our official news sources, but perhaps we should. Maybe, Because it is yeah. the Universal Orlando Resort blog. Yep. Um, and they do have a story about the tree guy. Uh, Neil uh, DeBold is um, a landscape architect and the area development manager for Universal Creative, who has spent the last year and a half of his professional career uh, landscaping and designing all of the flora and fauna for the VelociCoaster. Um, so it's a lot about the, uh, you know, theory of why he used which plants he did. So that clip, uh, maybe we'll put a, a link to that on our page and, and you can check it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You have any other stories? No, I don't. That's all right. I have. All right. Well, then until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.